This is Plus Money Golf on the Patriot Sports Network. A golf betting podcast that's better than most. What he said. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. And now, here are your hosts, Adam, Smitty, and Eric. Good evening. Welcome to Plus Money Golf on the Fantasy Sports Corp Network. The show with the pro and the caddy. That would be Adam and Smitty. My name is Eric. I'm just the host. I'm I'm distracted by the Chris Farley shirt. That's an incredible shirt, Adam. I got to get one of those. <laughs> got it on the chive. <laughs> the got it on the chive, man. That's, that's awesome. Incredible. That is a fantastic shirt. Yeah. Got shirts on there. We are brought to you this evening by Jazz Sportsbook Casino and Racebook, as well as our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Use code Plus Money, all one word, to get a 100% deposit match. That's a that's a plus 100 win right away. I like that. Chris is over here putting us on the internet, telling people we're on the internet, doing all the real work. We just talk about golf. Adam and Smitty are here too. How are you boys doing? Good. <coughs> doing okay. Good. I'm tired, man. Yeah. Long weekend, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I always, Memorial Day and 4th of July, I always come back to work more tired than I left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not big rest up holidays. They're let's get out there and enjoy the summer before it goes away again. Yeah, I slept a lot, but I had a lot of drinks to offset that sleep. So, a couple drinks this weekend. (laughs) So, about that beverages to uh, golf holes ratio. Yeah. I drank more beverages (laughs) and I played 36 two days in a row. So, perfect weekend for some golf. Oh, it was awesome. It was was awesome weather for sure. But it's rather, it's rather dry out. Yeah. Um, It has not rained here in, Scanson for I don't know like a month. I think we had one inch of rain. Two or three more weeks of dry weather. Yeah, it's getting out of hand. El Nino now, so we're going to be dry. Ooh, Smokey the Bear is going to be having a panic attack this year. Yep. Yep. Yikes. Well, what do we do? We talk about last week right away. I mean, that's the part I'm at. Yeah, it was a good. (laughs) Yeah, for sure, man. It was a good tournament. It was a good ending. Yeah, fun. Another playoff, baby. Grillo wins. Yeah. He picked him for a top 20. Didn't have him high enough, but still Real. picked a winner. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I didn't expect him to come out and win. I just, I thought that he was a, a good bet to, to get in that top 20. And obviously he overachieved like crazy. And um, once you kind of watched to me anyways, as I was watching things kind of unfold, I know that he had that really weird 18th hole where he ended up doubling, but it's like, he had already done enough to win that tournament in my eyes. So as soon as it went to um, that playoff, I I put some extra money on him um, to win the playoff right away because I was like, <laughs> I think that I don't think Adam Shank is, has enough to in the in the tank to win it. And then you see um, they both on the first playoff hole, they both missed like a rather long putt by like an inch. I think Grio was on the left side and, and then Shank was on the right side. They both had the exact same putt pretty much in distance. And then on the, and then the, then the second playoff hole where Grio's tee shot, like he was what, six inches from going into the, into the bunker. Yeah. And if he would have been six inches to the right, he's losing. But since it was six inches to the left of the bunker, he hits it in a perfect spot and it just continues to trickle and trickle and trickle down to the hole. And then yeah. Shank goes over the green and, you know, it's a tough shot, but he had a, I mean, he had a really nice shot on his chip too, but it's Grio's already there for, for birdie from like three feet to win it. So yeah. Shank just 
didn't have good stuff on Sunday. Shoots what seventy two instead of shooting sixty nine or seventy, and he walks away. So yeah, I thought I mean, for a while Hall was going to win. Just grenaded the last two days. Yeah, moves. I blame the hat. Oh my god, yeah. uh, he, <laughs> the way he dresses and then the mustache, like. Uh, our, me, me, and all all of the guys that, that I was with all weekend, we we're just we we're you know we we're making fun of that hat forever. It's like, oh my gosh, like what are you doing? We everyone, someone, someone who would walk into the room and be like, oh my god, like I don't know who that guy is, but I hate him. Look at his hat. <laughs> you get a so, bowl of soup with a hat. Like Bryson used to wear that hat for a long time too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People, yeah, but it's like he, yeah, he kind of just let himself slip up a little bit there, like you know. Um, but you, you know, going back to Grio on the 18th. Did you guys, did you guys see that? Did you watch like what happened there with like, where he hit it into that little ravine, the water thing there. And the ball was just like going, I think it was going backwards, like towards the T box, but they like, we're waiting for it to finally stop. So he's just standing there waiting for it, hanging out. Like divine intervention. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting, but uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it was weird. And then Scotty, Scotty was right there again, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's always, he's always right there on Sunday. Did you guys see, did you guys see that? Uh, that yeah. I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Or I'd saw so, that stat like last week. I think that he had had, he finished just like top 15 every week almost. Yeah. So for those of you listening, right. So if I saw this tweet before and um, it was like, so with his T3 finish at the Schwab, um, he has 14 straight top 20 finishes in stroke play events dating back to October of 22. So that means if you started with a hundred dollars and you bet him top 20 in each of those events and you rolled your winnings it? every time over after everyone, you'd be up roughly 20 grand right now. Not bad. No, that's We've insane. Doing... That's like tiger consistency. I mean, he's not winning, but he's right there every week. It's like, you know, well, that's the yeah. thing too. Is like, yeah, Finishes like Tiger's one shot name, out of the playoff. I mean, come on. I know, I know. The dude Tiger's name gets brought up there. about that stuff all the time too. And then we're like, oh man, that's like Tiger esque. And then you then you think about it, and you actually look at it, and you're like, no, it's still not Tiger. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tiger. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the fields are deeper, but I mean, Tiger. But Tiger was was, was like running. Away. Yeah, he was running away with tournaments though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Scotty is to the point where, like, if he finished a sixth, we're asking what's wrong with Scotty. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> he's just doing what he has to do to be number one. I mean, just finish top five every week, and you know, we don't see that from any other player with consistency. No. That's hard to catch because even Rom might win one or two events, but then the next week he misses the cut by five, and it's like Jesus Christ. But it's true, like you just you're that consistency, you know. And can we just say that Spieth is pretty much done for a bit? Yeah, he's hurt, man. He's got to go back to the drawing board. He's just got to get healthy again. Ricky Fowler right there again. And gets in the British Open, too, with with this finish and a T6. And, and, you know, I feel like he's a guy, too, that he's just going to keep coming because he's he's like – he's been so – he's been begging right pretty much for, for yeah. his game to finally come back. And now that he's starting to feel it back, like he's going to play in every single tournament that he can possibly play in because he's just like, Oh my God, I got it again. Like, I want to see if it keeps going and keep going and yeah. keeps going. And so I, I, 
I think he's going to play well again this weekend. Well, I saw a thing on Twitter. It was like in the last three years, he's only made like 3.1 million. And this year he's made like 4.2. That's awesome. In like 15 events. It's like crazy. He's just consistent. I don't know. It's like backdoor in his way. I mean, every time you get a top 10, they get you in the next week. So he yeah. him and Jason Day and like Kucher have just, you know, been able to find something to get those consistent top tens. Right. Aaron yeah, Rye T12. That guy pops up now and again. Is it yeah. a certain kind of course that he's good know. at? Or because he'll pop up in the top 10 and then disappear. I saw he was an alternate for next week. So he's not obviously going to get in. So. Or for this week, I guess. Yeah. 16th. He's been playing good too. He got close to that win and he's been playing good pretty much every week. Hovland played decent and then kind of let it slide at the end. And it's kind of his thing, huh? Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's his deal. It's like, it's hard to understand him because he plays so good, like out of the gates and then just. And it's almost like he's a college player where he just plays good two rounds and tries to gap the field. And then if he doesn't, he's like stuck or mm-hmm. he just doesn't come off the Friday round. Very consistent. Lacks the mental fortitude to close yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Sam Burns in top 10 again. Yeah. It's yeah. Justin Rose with the top 12. Yeah. Justin Rose, man, he just continues to stay consistent again. Just another guy yep. who, just can you know keeps playing well and he's he's kind of I wouldn't say to the it's not the, it's obviously it's not to the lengths of Ricky but I mean he's another guy that you know kind of got lost in the mix here with all these newbies and everything mm-hmm. um and it wasn't like he was playing terribly it was that he just was getting other guys were playing better you know like like the Ricky side of things like Ricky Ricky was just playing bad you yeah. know and he's had to get it all back but Rose I feel like is just an older guy on tour that people kind of forgot about and he's just like whoa whoa I still got a little left in the tank. Just wait here a second. I think he had like an injury or something too. Then he like kind of revamped a swing or whatever to fix the injury. So yeah. Bahati makes the cut too, a 50 or a solo 56. Yeah. I I'm a little disappointed. We talked about that after the show, you know, we're like the next day it was like, why did, how did we forget to talk about Akshay? Like, yeah. But I mean, uh, Corey Connors has been playing well lately too. Yeah, he's been. I mean, he almost won two weeks ago, and then gets up there again. So he's kind of been one of those guys that's kind of separating himself from the middle tier guys. Well, and he's getting re- he's getting van- uh, he's getting amped up now for for the Canadian coming in next week. So yeah, he's, he's trying to get himself warmed up, and he's playing. He knows it's this is his part of the year here where he wants to start really peaking and playing well because he wants to play well in front of his hometown. You know. Yeah. Spieth missed the cut. Stallings misses the cut. Poston missed the cut. Poston did not play very well. Mm-hmm. That was pretty pretty Spieth annoying, got, I guess. But he's got yeah. what four events before the John Deere to get it together. Yeah. It's gonna be a tough one. Jimmy Walker 40th. I get the I guess that little run is over, maybe. Yeah. Maybe fatigue a little bit. I mean, you don't yeah. play for a while and you've had autoimmune disease and then mm-hmm. playing six, seven weeks in a row is a drain. And oh, I mean, really, this week was the first week. It was kind of a hot <clears throat> event, you know, like the weather was hot compared to the previous weeks where it's been almost sweater weather or light jackets for feels like the whole season. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, weather needs mm-hmm. to leave us hell. Even in Phoenix, I think they had cold weather. So <laughs> then I didn't even realize there was a live event this week. World is drunk. We've had yeah, we've had everything: rain, frost, wind. Just- I saw a thing. It was like live golf is so bad that they are trying to go up against the senior PGA Championship and a tour event that's like been on the tour for a hundred years. It's like these guys don't stand a chance. I. I didn't even see any coverage like on any social medias that they were even playing. Wow. Like nothing on Twitter, nothing on Facebook, Instagram, anywhere that they were actually even playing this week. That's weird. They just got a major, like one of their guys. Yeah. They should be mm-hmm. riding high off of this. They're playing at Trump, uh, Washington, D.C., which is a really sick golf course. And they just, uh, I didn't even know. I just had saw a tweet this morning that Harold Varner won. And I was like, I didn't realize there was an event this week. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really uh I didn't I didn't really pay attention. I never pay attention to live though, just because I don't, but it's me. usually pops only... up on socials. Yeah, and true. there was nothing the whole week. There's only a couple guys that are on the live tour that I actually care about, you know, that I, I care about how they're playing just because I know that for majors they're gonna be factors, you know. Yeah. Taylor Gooch. Speaking um, of speaking of like uh the senior tour and um the champions tour and stuff is Steve Stricker beat yeah um Padraig. Padraig Harrington in uh, in a playoff too, so we had another playoff. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. It was fun with his daughter on the bag too. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Nice. Yep, that was awesome. Yep. Uh, and this week the senior tour event is in Des Moines. So, oh yeah, at, at Wakanda Club. Yeah, mm. great course. Great. Yeah. Course. Okay, I did see Pretty that on the street. And uh, what else on the senior tour? I saw something. Oh, two of my buddies both made the cuts. Uh, two club pros. Um, Chad Prohl and Jeff Schmidt both made the cut. And um, so that's pretty good for those guys to actually make the cut, get a little change in their pocket, pay for the trip. Yeah. yeah. And then I just saw today, one of my buddies, Judd Gibb shot 66. uh, Something I'll never do. And the Monday and the Tuesday qualifier for the, for the senior event in Des Moines. So he's playing this week in Des Moines. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I bet they got some nice courses out there. Yeah, it's good stuff for club pros this 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 year. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopefully those other club club pros uh, don't um, yeah say something really stupid to make people hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they took that. They I feel like they took that quote a little out of context because he's saying that if he could drive the ball, I mean, in his eyes, saying that he's saying if I could drive the ball that far and hit it that well. I could, you know, compete because he has a pretty good short game and he puts pretty well. Yeah. He wasn't bagging on Rory. He was giving Rory a compliment and people took it completely the other direction. He basically said if I I was better then I'd be better. I think though, something he learned from that though, is that he needs to, he needs to be more blunt. Yeah. And because he was trying to be too courteous and too nice about it. Right. So where he needs to be blunt. It's like, no, I, find not this I think if Rory. Rory saw that, he would understand what he was actually trying to say, where the media spins it in the opposite direction just because they feel like they're tired of this guy. But yeah, I just saw smile. We built him up. Let's tear him down. Yeah. I mean, people just hate to see it. And I saw a deal today where Smiley Coffin was saying that guy had 30 media interviews at Colonial this week. He's like, dude, that's a lot for any player. Like, no player gets more than maybe 10 and he had 30 and he's like, how do you play with 30 interviews? Like it's impossible with the distractions, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is good for him, but I mean, there's just too many distractions, you know. It was a whirlwind week for him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he got some money and doesn't care. It's like, just really doesn't yeah. care. He pisses off. He's still going to have students and. Yeah, no shortage yeah, of those. True. <laughs> it's not trying to get in it, be on tour and be everybody's buddy. He just nope. wants to go back to living his life. Right, because he's passed to that. He's passed that age. And now he's just got yeah. now he's got a nice little. He's going to be in the Canadian. He's going to be in the Canadian next week. So, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I don't think I'm not really sure what to think now. After, I mean, I kind of, I, I thought there was like an outside chance, obviously, with taking him. You know, like oh, yeah, the top forty would probably be the best bet for him last year or last week or whatever. But, you know, for him to do as well as he did the week before, I mean, come on, I don't think anybody thought that. No. He it was worth it that. was worth the betting odds though. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. a few dollars on that. Yeah. So maybe we can get him cheap at Canadian next week. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bloom is off sort of. This week in the PGA, it's the Memorial <coughs> at Muirfield Village Golf Course in Dublin, Ohio. This looks like a very Midwestern golf course. Past winners include but are not limited to Billy Horschel last year, Candlelay a couple times. Rom Kucher, some guy named Willie McGirt, and uh, Tiger a couple times, of course. <laughs> Didn't Tiger win eight times here or something? <laughs> yeah, just seven or eight, something like that. It was a lot. I think this is one of the events that he won like a million times. One, two. Smitty, you're muted. Oh, I think he's won five times. Five, yeah. No, three in a row. Three in a row. Yeah, three in a row is stupid. <laughs> yeah. But since then, it looks just like a weird... Since 2012 was the last time Tiger won there, which was when he was on his kind of real good comeback tour. Uh, like, who the fuck wins three three of the same event in a row? Tigers multiple times. I mean... I know, it's so dumb, though. It's Bridgestone, Arnold Palmer. Stupid events. I mean, it's unbelievable how good he was. Just yeah. throwing in 63s and 65s all over the place. But I mean, if you look, the cool thing about when they show these past results, like the winner payout. So in 1998, when Fred Couples won, 396,000. Then it was 400, then a 500, then 700, 800, 900, then a million. Now it's mm-hmm. last year, 2 million. So the Tiger effect, but now it's an elevated event. So 2.6. Yeah. It's pretty nice, man. Like, but yeah. I don't know if the money was there before and now they're getting it. Yeah. Well, there should be some back pay involved, <laughs> you know, cause it's like, T- wow. Tiger's the one that should get all that back pay. He doesn't need it. <laughs> well, 547, 592. There's some long holes in here. And then you got a 200, a, a 210 and the 417 sort of all over the place here. Yeah, this is Looking a big, the... big golf course. Yeah, seventy six hundred yards, man. I mean, you're gonna. This is like Jack's. A, this a is Jack Nicholas's over four fifty. So this is Jack Nicholas's course that he built. I guess he owned this property for years. It's like hunted on it as a kid or something. And yeah, it's like his. It's a, It's his home it. course that he built, right? Yeah. So every year, if there's a hole that he thinks should play hard and it plays easy, they go in with dozers the next day and they rebuild the hole to what he thinks it should be. <laughs> it's it's awesome. like a golf course that has unlimited budget and doesn't care who's there. The 11th looks like the, the green is sloped. Like it, the green itself is a hill. 
And Looks like she, a difficult course. I believe Jason Day's a member here, so I know he it lives is. in the area. Talking about difficulty, it's it's the what the fifth toughest uh, on the PGA Tour, out of the forty six, and then what is it seventh highest in elevation, and it is wow. the six, sixth longest. We get four par fives this week though too, so you can see some decent scoring. Yeah, it's you know what, usually somewhere around that 15, 15 under like twelve yeah. to fifteen under range, which I is it, it's a good. I mean, I can live with that. I just oh, don't like when it gets looks, to twenty. Yeah, eighteen looks really tricky. My guess with as dry as it's been in the north this year and the kind of weather like growing conditions we've had the last two three weeks, this course is going to have all these boys can handle. Oh yeah. Because the guy, fairways are going to be dry and the greens are going to be firm and fast. Yeah. Trying to get, trying to get to, trying to like, just put balls where you want on the green is going to be really yeah. difficult this week. Because and they have some pretty nasty greens here too. Anyways. Yeah. It looks like a couple of them are right next to the water. Yeah. They've had, I know a couple times on the renovations they had where the greens tilted towards the water and they had to soften the slope because guys <laughs> would hit the green and it would just go right in the water. Yeah, but it's, it's kind of like it's Jack's, Jack's. I bet he's sitting there laughing his ass off while that's happening. Well, this is like his uh, well, homage to Augusta National. Like some of the approach shots are very Augusta like the way the creek winds through. Mm-hmm. Some of the par fives are kind of set up like Augusta. So. He's definitely smiling when stuff like that happens because yeah. he sets the course up in those ways and that's what he wants to happen. Yeah. There's what, you know hole nine is just like one of the course holes at Augusta. It's very similar feel. So in an elevated event, like you know, look yeah. for Scotty. Like hole fourteen's a three sixty par four. And they had the green where it tilted back. So when they drove it, it would either hit and kick in the water or it hit and kick long and they had no shot. So he's like raised the back up and then changed the angle of the hole. So it's a little more driver friendly, but he added more bunkering left higher yeah, left all the bunkers hole. to the left yeah. there. He moved the bunkers kind of moves the bunkers year to year based on where guys are bailing. So he'll push <laughs> them back. He'll push them back or push them farther to the left just to make it a little trickier. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love it. It's a cool event because, like, they usually have him on on Saturday or Sunday, and he'll talk about like what he did to the course this year to change it. And they, I mean, there's several times they've just completely redone the greens here just to redo the greens. Yeah, like you say, unlimited budget. Yeah, it's it's his playground, man. Like he he yeah. wants to if he wants to change something, and probably I'm sure it's happened too before he changed something, doesn't like it, and so he's like, All right, oh yeah, never mind, let's we'll go back. Yeah, we'll go back to this. Yeah. But to each their own. More sand. Yeah, it's just like a great Midwest golf course. That's big Jack Nicholas course, which if, the Nicholas greens are really cool because you get different tiers. So I was looking at like the course facts and stuff here, when, and um, it's it's saying that the green speeds are gonna are are at a thirteen and on the stem. <laughs> um, I wonder if that's just like I wonder when they do this, like if that is set up with the forecast and the weather too, and like what it's been. Or if it's 13, like how it's normally supposed to be, because with how dry it is, like. If they're firm at 13, we're going to get 
a complete bloodbath, which ain't going to be no 24. Under you know, Jack hates yeah. these low scoring tournaments. I could see him. He also likes good TV. So I could see him just being like, let's just let it ride boys. And like this, yeah, this course, I'm looking at everything. This course ranks in like all different avenues here of like the top, I want to say top seventh ish for like, as far as difficulty, like green size, the sixth smallest, right? I, I talked about the difficulty rank at fifth toughest, right? And then elevation seventh highest and then sixth longest course. I mean, fairways it, are hittable at least. Yeah, they're big, but we're going to be in the nineties all week. So, and it's just sun every day. These guys are just going to be struggling. Cause you know how it is when it's 90 up here. It's like yeah, the last thing central. The last thing they're going to be thinking about is the 7,600 yards. That's the last thing because they're going to be worried about all this other stuff. Because if it's firm and fast on the fairways too, like all these creeks come into play and now they're going to have to try to decide if it's off the tee. And it's, I can't imagine it's going to be any type of wet or damp in the fairways at 91 degrees. Right. In Ohio. And 12 water holes. In June. It's going to be filthy. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be tough. And it's, it's not going to be. It's if you, you there's going to be a guy who could go low one day and the next day shoot an eighty. And we're going to see super deep rough too because obviously with the weather we've had, it's you know deep snow this year. It's going to be brutal. Yep. Well, let's give the people some winners. But first, here is a message from our friends at Jazz Online Sportsbook Casino and Racebook. Jazz Sportsbook Casino and Racebook. The world's best resource for all-purpose online wagering. For over 20 years, Jazz has provided the best and quickest payouts in sports and entertainment wages. Live sports betting, covering all the major sports leagues, and even into the new and exciting world of esports. Down the stretch you'll come, with Jazz's online horse wagering. Get paid when you play with Jazz's fun and exciting online casino games. Go online now and use the promo code TSS for our new, members deals. Jazz Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for online wagering. A little online blackjack. I've been getting into that a little bit. The live dealer <laughs> blackjack, that's a good time. All right, top 20s. What should we do? Let's have Adam go first. All right. Well, last week we had Fowler and Homa top 10 and top 20, and then Grillo for the win, so... Wasn't a terrible week, but could have been better. Yeah, I think I, I ended up like down a few units. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't great, but at least it's hovering around ass. Yeah. So this week top twenty I have Corey Connors at one sixty five. He's in there this week. Tom sixty five? Yeah. Tom Kim at one ninety playing good yeah adam scott at 190 wendham clark at 200 and the gala thick the gala at 200 200 yep i already googled thegal his hometown he's from <laughs> fullerton california it's kind of hot there well it should be good for the la open or for the uh u.s open at la country club Ooh. yeah no doubt yeah I did see some pictures of that, and it wasn't anything like I thought it was at LA Country Club. It's like trees everywhere. 
it looked like it was in the middle of the woods. I don't know. Very strange. They're fighting people to the death for water out there. They must be. LA Country <laughs> Club. I don't think they have to worry about it. <laughs> nope. They're still fine. They're up, up here. Yep. They got to they got to hook up with Nestle. They got a chunk of the reservoir or something, but that golf course is going to be fine. Don't worry. There'll be trees. Oh, yeah. There'll be grass. What do you got, Smitty? Well, a couple similar things here. Um I have top 20 uh are I have Hatton um at uh, plus 105. Um top 20, he um He's been he's been having a really great season, you know, and he's just kind of looking for. I don't think he has he doesn't have a win on tour yet this year, um, but uh, he's played really really well and has come close a couple times. And it's, he's a guy that uh, I think shapes up really well for this course. And then I have Ricky staying hot. Ricky Fowler at plus one forty. Um, we already we already discussed him a little bit a few minutes ago. I mean, guys just playing really good golf and he's trying to just keep it trending that in that direction. Uh, at Corey, Corey Connors at plus 165, he's, uh, he's getting ready to go for the Canadian next week. So he wants to play well and, and that's true. Get off to a good start here, especially early. I think maybe this weekend, but, um, and then I have, then I have, uh, Thigala at plus 200 and, uh, I have, uh, I have Grio, uh, Emiliano Grio at plus 330. He's, um, <laughs> He's he has it's not like you look at you know his stats from this year it's not, it's you look at he's not like just coming out of out of the woodworks he's been playing he's pretty been playing well. good yeah he's got, he's got like two top sevens he had two top sevens in April right and he has good history here too of what is it he finished um he has finishes of T nine T eleven and T twenty three here at the Memorial so he, he's Ooh. very capable of getting a top twenty um and. He just won a tournament, man. Like, what is it? Is is it his second ever? Set his, it's been like what two years since he won or something? Yeah, it's been a bit. Months. So I mean, he's he's riding the wave right now, man. So I mean, I think that that's going to help him potentially, you know, for cap off and get a top twenty. And you know, I uh, actually have him maybe going further than that this week. Mm-hmm. Sort of on that Tony Fino type trajectory. Yeah, it seems like cool. guys do that lately. Up there. Yeah. Are we on tens? What do you got for top tens, Adam? Uh, Ricky Fowler at three twenty. Uh, Rory at one fifty. Just <coughs> he's had a couple weeks off to kind of work the demons. I saw a video of him today <laughs> actually trying this new swing training aid that a couple guys have told me about. That's really good to get your hand in the right position because I think he's getting his swing in the wrong position at the top and this fixes that. So I don't know. Ooh, um, maybe he just some one little thing needs yeah. to click for him. That could and be, you, it seems like when he goes to this guy for stuff, like the new gimmicky swing aid, then he plays really good two or three weeks in a row. So, or one little thing to absolutely mind fuck him. Into <laughs> true. Yeah. Um, then I got Justin Thomas at two seventy five. just had a bad stretch lately. But at Jack's place, maybe it. Yeah. Uh, Jason Day at two forty because home home build for him. It's to sleep in his own bed. That's uh, a big deal. Being with the family, yeah. And Corey Connors at three sixty. Nice. 
we're finally uh, we're giving Corey Connors the respect he deserves this for this week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got Corey in your top ten, Smitty? I don't, um, but it, he's. I think he's he's in. He's definitely on my list of like eight guys that potentially you know that I would love to be in the top ten. So I don't. I don't hate that pick whatsoever because I do think that he really wants to play this weekend because he wants to win next weekend. Um, but my top tens, I have uh, Xander Shoffley at plus one forty. Uh, I have uh, Victor Hovland at plus two hundred. I mean, he's just around everywhere. We we say this every week, but he really is. Like, yeah, you, you got it. You, you, he's gonna just fall into a win at some point. He's gonna he's gonna continue to play well enough, and other guys aren't gonna like have the rounds of their life. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I have Terrell Hatton at plus 240, Ricky Fowler at plus 320, and then I have Grio at plus 850. Top 10. Grio, 850. That I mean, the guy just won. What'd you say yeah. after Xander? I dropped out and did not hear that one. Hovland. Victor Hovland, Hovland. at uh. plus 200. He's going to keep the fucking thing together this week. I think it. It seems to me that he plays really good on difficult courses. Like he keeps his focus longer. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's a trend we should look at. Like how he plays well on super mm. difficult courses, like each round where we saw it in the major where he played pretty consistent all four days. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I he just Smotherman has been playing first rounds like yeah. really well lately. And then he falls off, but he's right around the first round leader lately. I do like uh I do think that I mean I don't I don't have him because it's close to, it's pretty close to even money and I like to I mean Xander was just the closest to even money at 140 that I was willing to go to but I don't know I think with his course history here too I think Can- Patrick Cantley is a lock in the top 10 at like plus 115 I think he is maybe right now He's won like two of the last 5 or something Yeah he's he's won uh two of the last 4 He won, he won in 2019 and tw- and 21 yeah. So, so every other year he's due. Correct. It's true. Actually have you know that like there's a trend. There's a trend <laughs> here. And so we might be there. But I, I yeah, I, I really like him this week. These trends continue. Who's going to win this thing, Adam? Sahith Thigala? Uh No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Not yet. Cool, but it'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Got Scotty Scheffler at 600 because. I would take him at 10 or 20 because it's a lock, but the guy's like negative money. Yeah. So, yeah. We didn't learn. The best. Him, uh, <laughs> we don't have $18,000 to put on minus he's, 200. Yeah, yeah. He's minus 300 for a top 20. So yeah. Yeah. So Scotty at 600, I think Rom at 700. He's one of those guys who's won here. And yep. He's one of those guys that plays really good at like Jack's tournament or Arnie's where he's like Tiger, where he plays good at these ones that are like tributed to the older guys. Um, then I got Hovland at 1800. Jason Day at 2500 because it's a home track and he's playing well. And then Fowler at 3500 because he's just due. I don't want to be the guy that doesn't have Fowler when he wins. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's so close yep. every week. 
Yeah, sort of like last season when Xander was almost winning. Yeah. It's like, God, I don't want to not be I don't want to not be on Fowler when he when he fucking yeah. wins. I know, for real. Okay. <laughs> Who do you got, Smitty? Well, I started off with Patrick Cantley um at ten to one. Um it's pretty good for a guy who's some one fifty percent of the last four. Yeah, pretty I mean, uh, ridiculous. Just He's, you know, two-time champ, and like you just said two, a minute ago, right? He's got a trend of winning this thing lately uh, every other year. So here we are in 2023. He won last in 21, so he's probably going to do it this year. Um, I have Xander at uh, plus 1,200. Um, I like Xander a lot, and, you know, he's he's been playing well. He's like – he's got four top fives in his last – in the last six events. Um, Not bad. No, no worse than 18. 18th um his last four and right now like and i think this is your big stats with him too is that like he's six on the pga tour on um strokes gained and approach in the field and then he's 11th in putting those are gonna be big deals this week the yeah. approach the, the approach thing it, with how the with how the greens are and how dry it is and how everything's gonna run like crazy and how that how the course set up it's gonna be a big deal so that's I like Xander a lot with that. Um, then I do have Victor Hovland at plus eighteen hundred, and I have Terrell Hatton at uh, plus twenty two hundred, and then Ricky Ricky Fowler at plus thirty five hundred to round it out. But you know I I really like my first two. I really like Cantley and I really like Shoffley. I think that those two guys are going to play very well this weekend. I mean I think it's going to place very similar to the PGA. So. Just that's what it sounded no, like when you with were no rain. The course. Yeah, with no rain. Yeah, it, it makes that makes a big difference. Because if we're talking like, oh, in the last week we've gotten six inches of rain, that's going to be a lot different then. Yeah, because there's there's only so much you can do when the ground is soft like that. You think it'll be better to have an early tea time and get done before it gets hot, or have a late tea time and see? how fast these golf balls are running around the course before you start. I think you want to go late early just because then you can recover from practice round days and then get out that heat and then get a quick recovery play early and then get almost a full day. If you play well, get, you know, Mm -hmm. a full day's break into the weekend where it's going to be super hot. And I think that's the way I would want to play is late early. Yeah, I, I just I just think that like traditionally, I mean, having early having the early tee times is like the time to score unless there's like yeah. weather weather that has been coming in at that time, right? But yeah, I mean, if you're gonna have if you're gonna have like a lot of heat and well, to me it just feels like a no brainer. It's like oh, if I can get off at eight thirty in the morning and be done by one thirty in the morning or one thirty in the afternoon, then all, all those other guys are having to drink 10 gallons of water and fight through just that dead heat walking up and down those fairways. Yeah. I didn't see the tea times. I didn't know. Cause I was just thinking like Hovland plays really good when he plays early, late as opposed to late early. Mm-hmm. But I, I saw some pictures of the tea times, but I didn't really look that much. At them. Um, I think I have it right here. Let's see. So some notables, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, 
I mean, there's the guys that we've been talking about. Wyndham Clark plays, uh, goes 741. Tom Kim's with him, 741. That's a nice little, that's a nice yeah. group. Wyndham Clark, Kirk Kitayama, and Tom Kim. That's yeah. cool. I like that group. Zan Birdie's guy. How, how about this one? 753. You got Grio off of 10. Grio, Scheffler, and Hubbies. Oh, that's a good that's, group. That's there. a fun group right there. That'll be the that'll be the main group there. I like uh if you got the Hulu, whatever the the more expensive one, you can actually start watching like the very first groups play. That's what I've been doing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, is watching in the morning while I'm sitting here working. Before I go play golf, I've been watching the early groups play, and it's been really good. So, hey, Hulu, you can give us some money for giving you a shout yeah. out right there. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, like it's cool. Like Jason Day, John Rom, and Colin Morikawa together. They got. I mean, they they're putting all the big boys together and all the good names together right off right off the backs. Like Sam Burns, Siwoo Kim, and Ricky Fowler. Um, Adam Scott, Zach Johnson, Cam Young. Um, let's see your boy at Austin Ekro. man. I, he's playing, playing with Chris Goderup. We haven't Ooh, talked about Chris that one. Goderup. There's Didn't a name finish, we haven't dusted off in a while. He, he finished top 10 there last year. I think he may have got second or third. I'd have to look, but that was because I saw he was playing and I was like, who's that Chris Goderup? No, let me see. Goderup. Let me see here. There was a reason why he got in. I mean, it is an invitational, but yeah, he's not on there. Yeah, but yeah, that's a name we haven't seen. We haven't seen yet this year. He's on the web. That's why. With I know it's just kind of crazy. But every other superstar college kid from last remember year. all remember yeah remember all the all the like low end tournaments last year and we we're just like yeah. oh my god he's gonna bust through it's his time and then just kept shit in the bed man yeah I think. uh after this week, we'll see a lot of the college kids come out because like Texas Tech had the number one amateur and he got his tour card. They get conditional tour cards for the rest of the year and they didn't make it to the nationals. So he's playing, I think, next week, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I think there's like 10 guys. So we'll see the dude that was in the Masters, um, the guy that almost won. can't even think of his name, went blank. But both of those amateurs will be playing too, so it's pretty cool for the tour to do that. Sam Sam Bennett, yeah, Sam Bennett. He's in this field to this week, this week, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. yeah, he is. He's playing with Aaron Rye and Batia. Ooh, it's a pretty a good group. group. Yeah, that's that's a cool group. I like that group. Yeah. That's like some young kids, and then Aaron Rye's been around a little bit, right? So like, um, then you got you got the past two champions playing with each other. At twelve forty one, going off Cantley and Horschel, and then Hideki Matsuyama with them, Rory Spieth and Hatton at twelve fifty three, and then one hundred five. You got Fitzpatrick, Xander, and JT. I saw Homa wasn't playing because his sister's getting married. So they oh, let is that what out. it is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he said he played yeah, bad the cool. last two weeks, and sisters getting married, so it came at convenient time for him to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's Valid a bunch excuse. of. There's a bunch of no namer and like no name guys, like lower end guys, I should say, that are that are grounding out. But like at 129 is the last like notable group. That's Corey Connors, Keegan Bradley, and and Thigala. So that Keegan Bradley's been playing good too on these difficult courses. 
there's your there's your late early. Yeah, that's what you said. Late early. Yeah. There, there's that group right there. The Connors, Bradley, and Thigala, two guys that we've been talking about. I mean, we'll see what happens that way. Yeah. But even like Cantley, Cantley for playing at twelve forty, like. Well, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what what uh, I, that's something I'm going to keep an eye on just to see like okay, with having these early tea times, you know, and then the next day they have that late one, you know, how they how they really adjust to the heat and how yeah. the court is playing at that time. Early late gives you you know a full day to recover between, which is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know if you if you're hot and you play really good the first round and it's like. Now I got to sit around all day. What do you do? Yeah. yeah, that's a big difference, though, of when you're early and then, yeah, you play late compared to if you're late and then the next day you play early because yeah. you're just like, yeah. oh, I literally have to go to bed and get back up and I play it again. Right. To where, yeah, you can you can go through your day, your like daily routine in the middle of a tournament. Find a local Chili's to go to and watch the morning rounds or something, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll find uh We'll find out there's got to be an advant- advantageous yeah. time. <clears throat> I put together a little underdog lineup here. Smitty, tell me what you think about this. Corey Connors, lower than 72 strokes. Jason Day, four birdies or better. I think he can get four birdies on Thursday. Um, Fowler, lower than 71 and a half strokes. Thigala higher than three and a half birdies and Scotty Shuffler lower than 70 strokes, just need a 69er from Scotty on Thursday. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, those are all definitely possible for sure. I don't know. I just, for me, I, I didn't put anything together yet just because I just want to see how this first round goes with, because I, I mean, I know just, and I'm not playing like the caliber of courses, obviously, but like, just playing all weekend and everything and how balls just were not holding any greens ever. Um, it's frustrating to see. And like, I talked to, I've talked to numerous of friends who play golf all weekend around the Midwest and everything. And it was like, there's it's no green dry. that holds a goddamn ball right now. It's dry. <laughs> Even our course, they watered the crap out of it and the greens are super firm and fast. So obviously it's different at a tour event, but yeah. Right different caliber but it's still you know something to keep in the back of your your back of your mind i guess but yeah i wonder how the hell chris goddard got in this tournament that's what i want to know <clears throat> i hope you win eric see like a friend he must be a friend of jack's that's the only thing you figure yep that'll do it you get in tight with jack nicholas and you're all set yeah be interested to see how sam bennett does he didn't do anything at the ncaa at the Big Twelve or the uh, or the uh, national tournament, did nothing. I don't know if the Maybe course they're playing for the national, the NCAA is just that hard because there was a lot of huge scores from a lot of good teams. Maybe just needs that extra push from the competition of professionals. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously going to pay day. I'm just going to see T-Mobile on the side of his golf bag. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, that's not cool. bad. Well, I think that's our golf show. Thank you, people, for listening. Thank, thanks, Adam and Smitty, for all of your hard work. We truly do appreciate it. Digging into numbers and so forth. Fucking watching practice rounds. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fantasy Sports Corp channel right here on the YouTube. You're already here, so you just click subscribe. It's really easy. You knew that. Follow the show on Twitter at Plus Money Golf. 
Best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you right back here next Tuesday for more Plus Money Opportunities. Adam, say something cool that golfers say. Yeah, can I just hit one good fucking iron shot today? Thanks for listening to Plus Money Golf. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with the show on Facebook and Instagram at Plus Money Golf and on Twitter at PSR Golf. Until next time.